Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. This is Pastor Jeff with Pastor Chris across from me. We have a wonderful conversation lined up today for you guys that we're excited to just kind of bounce off one another because uh, we've both been in um, places where we've had to say yes and no uh, to different relationships. And I'm guessing that everybody listening to this, if you're a human being... (laughs) breathe and eat and have a family or are engaged with anybody to any level, you're going to have to understand how to say yes and no to people. Um, So the basic question I wanted to start off by asking Pastor Chris is how, how do you know which relationships to pursue versus those that you should maybe just say, Hey, I'm available, but I'm, I'm not really going to run after this. I'm not going to chase after you. I'm not going to run you down. Um, cause you know, in ministry life, I think we can start with that context first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People come to you often, right? Uh, Hey, pastor Chris, I, I would really love to sit down and talk. Okay, great. Yeah. I, th- it's always, yes. I mean, rarely yeah, would you say always. no, especially if they're yeah. new or, you know, um, so you sit down, you have an initial conversation with them, the, an individual or a couple and, and then you're like, okay, great. Well, Hey, maybe here's some things to work on. And then you don't hear from them again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, through six months later, Pastor Chris, we're in a lot of trouble. We need you. Okay, that's fine. Let's sit down and we'll talk. And you have so much grace for you. Pastor Chris has <laughs> way more grace than I do uh, in this area, which is wonderful. That's part of our, I think, the beauty of our teamwork. Yeah, yeah. But but Chris, what would you say? You know, like, how do you know when to really go after people versus saying, hey, I'm available. Right. But right. I'm not going to pursue you anymore. Right. Like, I try to, and this is something that I've... I, adapted in, in as being a pastor, but just being in relationship with people is you, you give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. So a person comes to you, they're sincere, they're honest. Okay. From that place, then I'm in a, I'm in a position to be able to listen, not judge, be open, so on and so forth. And then I was thinking of, uh, before this podcast, I was thinking of Romans 12, where Paul's exhortation, it says, look, as far as it depends on you, yeah. be at peace with everyone. Yep. So maintain, you know, as far, as far as you can do, make sure you're at peace with everybody. Where it gets a little challenging is that then when somebody says, I want to get together and talk to you about thus and such, and then I say, well, according to the scripture or whatever, that's actually not a good way to look at it. If the, we start to tangle in disagreement and so on and so forth, I'm able to say, look, I'm just wanting to offer this advice to you. If you want it, it's there. Mm-hmm. Go home and try to practice this or whatever it yeah. is. And then in good faith, believing that, okay, they're going to do it. They come back a week later and I say, hey, did you do it? They're like, ah, no, I never got around to it. And then I'll say, well, okay, now it's going to be hard for us to have more conversation yeah. because doing that thing I asked you was supposed to unearth and bring some things to light. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and try it again? And so week goes by, they come back, hey, did you do the thing? Well, no, 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 I just couldn't get it. It got busy, da, 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 da. And that's where I say, okay, 
I'm not going to stop meeting with you, but what now I want to talk about is why are you unable or refusing to do what you've been asked to do? Maybe that's the issue. Maybe it isn't so much the task itself. Let's talk about why you're afraid to sure. or refuse to yeah. do the, even do the homework yeah, or do the yeah. task. Because it's going to unearth the giant that you don't want to look at. <laughs> right. And I've had, in fact, I've had people look at me and say, why are you being so hard on me? Why are you picking on me? And I thought, wait, 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 wait. You've, you've hit a wall. You came to one of the pastors saying, I've, I've hit this wall. I'm trying to help you either get around it, over it, through it, or knock down the wall. And instead, you think that I'm attacking you, which is not what I'm doing at all. Let's yeah. attack the wall together. Yeah, absolutely. And so what I found that the, where a relationship gets cut off is when the person just isn't able to not make it about them. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, I'm too weak, or you're asking too much of me. And, you know, I'll, <laughs> we're pastors. I, you know, people have offered to, well, pastor, how much do I owe you for this meeting? I go, nothing. That's, I get paid this by the church. This is, this is what we do. This is what we do, you know. So I said, I'm, I'm not making $150 Your an hour. The offering is, is always on the table. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I think that that can, that can actually uh, apply to any relationship when you think yeah. about it. That yeah. if a person, you know, a wife or a child or whatever comes to you and says, help me out. And you're like, okay, what's the problem? This is the problem. Okay, try this. And the same thing, you can do that. You don't ever cut a person off relationally. But you do say, and I've had to reach this place where I say, it's obvious that I'm not helping you. And it's obvious that you're not able to do the things that we've been talking about. Therefore, instead of wasting your time and wasting my time, let's just, I'll pray for you. I'll always pray for you. But I'd, let's just not talk about this anymore because we're not getting anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I've had people get really upset and, and I said, well, if you're not going to do the things that I've asked you three weeks in a row, why, why should we continue exactly. to get together? Yeah. And because I'm not a therapist, and that's the thing about us at Life Church, yeah. we're, we're, we're pastoral counselors, sure. biblical counselors, but we're not therapists. Yeah. We're not you know, licensed yeah. counselors. Yeah. And that, that's like a practical, like they're paying a therapist per hour. Yeah. Sit. So you pay me all day long for that. Yeah. Um, it is a unique dynamic because, you know, especially church life, you have people who are who see you on stage or see you around and and you gain a personal relationship. But then when you're in the room trying to work through the stuff, uh, you can tell, are they going to take personal responsibility where they're looking at the log in their own eye? Yeah. Great. And dealing great with analogy. that first so that we can have some perspective to look at the relationships that I'm in that might bring healing, hopefully, ideally, right? right. Especially when Jesus is involved. Um, you know, I, I keep on coming back to that, just like with everything that we do, it's it, it's you first. Like when I have challenges, I have to go, okay, Lord, I, I'm really frustrated, but show me, is there anything with me first that I need to tweak, give to you, repent, change, mm -hmm. go back and apologize, yeah. whatever it might be so that that log is really taken care of, that I might mm -hmm. have perspective. And I might actually end up going, well, actually, <laughs> interesting. It was actually all me. Yeah. And it really had little to do with my wife or my, you know, yes, my spouse exactly. or whatever. Like, they've actually been way more gracious with me yeah. than I thought. Um, yeah. this, the other scripture that came to my mind, um, and, you know, I, it's fun, these conversations just kind of ebb and flow and go di di to yeah. different directions. But um, I was thinking of... of uh, Psalm 37, where it says, dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Mm. And it's that dwelling 
it's that I got to live in my mess. I've got to live in the land that I have, the place that I have, the right. home that I have, the, the job that I have. I am dwelling in the place that God's given me in this time and season and cultivate faithfulness, meaning I've got to till the soil. Like I've got to, I've got to do the work in my own life yeah. and in my faithfulness, which is kind of that when you're asking for homework, that's where it caught me is like, you're asking people to cultivate their own heart and their own faithfulness with the Lord. And you're asking them to, to dig up right. the weeds yeah. that yeah. are probably deep rooted that, Oh man. Oh, 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 don't touch that. Oh gosh. And that one, that, that weed has their roots are going all directions. Exactly. So it's pulling up exactly. that mound of dirt, you know, when you try and pull a weed and it really grabs like a foot of, of dirt around <laughs> it. Like you're like, wow, this thing is really in there. Um, you know, I guess you've seen that a lot. Yeah. And, and you know, it, I really want to make sure that people understand that, you know, we're doing things out of compassion. And, and, and in fact, Bob asked a great question. It's like, what if a person is so broken, life has just yeah, yeah. beat the living daylights out of them? I think of the story, and I, right now it's funny, Pastor Jeff, help me out here. I can't think of which gospel it is, where four guys take their paralyzed friend to yeah. Peter's uh -huh. house where Jesus was preaching, yeah. tear up the roof, and lower their friend down. And it was their friend's faith. It was their friend's desire to say, look, please, you know, touch our friend and, and, yeah. and heal him. And of course, Jesus then heals him. But I just want you to know at Life Church, we do try to assess that if a person is just so, life has been so rough and they've been beat up by just the circumstances, we'll carry them. You know, that's where we yeah, will just say, look, we don't even, we're not going to even talk to you about homework. <laughs> we're not going to even, we're going to, and we've done this and you just have to ask and, and maybe we can do a better job at making it known, but we will gather teams of people together to pray for someone. We just did that on Sunday for someone and gathered a bunch of yep. friends and we just soaked them with prayer because they're just so thrashed yep. by life's circumstances. Yeah. So there are those moments where you say, man, I can't even pick up myself out of bed in the morning. Oh, okay. Yep. We're going we're gonna to pray over you and soak you with prayer and get you the help you need because sometimes people need professional counseling. Pastor Lana talked about that on Sunday. Yeah. It's like some of us need to, to go. I mean, I've been to a therapist throughout my, my ministry time. That there, makes two of us. Yeah, yeah. There was a time in my life that I had hit so much frustration and disappointment and stress in my life. Actually, I don't know if I've even told this publicly, but I got so mad that I just out of reaction, I punched, I was driving and I punched the windshield, just kind of just frustrated. And I hit it so hard that it shattered the windshield. <laughs> and oh, man. I, I was like, I think, I think I, I think need I to do need... something about this, you know? So, I you know, I went and sat down with a, a counselor yeah. and, and, and uh, so there are those moments and what happens when you're that jacked up by yeah, life? Yeah. Well, we'll get you help. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. And maybe this can help everybody else too, because I'm sure they have relationships where they're trying to, they're, they have the tension of like, what do I do? Mm -hmm. You know, what do, do I try to keep on pursuing this person or do I just kind of hands off? And yeah. like boundaries, I guess it's just simple mm -hmm. boundaries. Yeah. Uh, but man, and relationships are complicated. And depending on if it's family or, you know, a longtime friend or, whatever. You, there's just all these variables that go into 
that, that make every relationship unique. Yes, yes. So at what point do you say, no, keep pursuing, keep going after him? Or, you know what, hey, it's time to pull back. Just mm-hmm. we're here, I'm here, but I'm not going after you anymore. Right. I think when, a, when you are able to see that that person is so broken, they can't even see their hand in front of their face. Those are the ones that I'll pursue because I said, like, man, you are just so wounded. Yeah. Now, if they turn around and cuss me out and threaten me or whatever, yeah, those are the people who say, okay, fine. You, you know where I sure. live or you yeah. know my number. But there are people that are so wounded, you kind of have that discernment, that sense. Now, I do believe, though, that we can chase people that we should have stopped chasing a long sure. time ago. We're doing it because we're afraid of being perceived as unkind or not very Christian yeah, or yeah, whatever. But then Christ-like. that goes through that passage where Jesus says, you know, don't throw pearls before swine, before mm-hmm. pigs, because they'll just trample it. And there are times that I've given out some of my best pearls of wisdom to people, and they don't just reject it. They trample on it and, yeah. you know, <laughs> poop on it. And they're just like, okay, I'm not going to be doing that because they're so angry or they're so And then they belligerent. call you the next week and want another appointment. Yeah, then they like, want what? another Wait, appointment. <laughs> and then I've had to tell people, I said, you know, I don't meet with people that cuss me up. I mean, I've had to do that in the past, not sure. very often, but I've had to say, you know, I don't meet with people that call me really bad names and accuse me of stupid things. So That's good boundaries. Yeah, that's good boundaries. Yeah, and so yeah. I think we have that sense. Yeah. But at the same time, pursuing people that um, don't want help and will only berate you and condemn yeah. you. Uh, but then again, I've seen some people tenaciously chase after people that I would have stopped chasing after. Yeah. And that's a grace on them. Yeah. That's just God's grace on them. I think another thing too, I would just maybe add more of a spiritual insight is um, what is the Lord asking you to do? Because I think the expectation is sometimes from, you know, the faith community is like, no, you don't give up. You keep going. You keep, you know, you keep pursuing them. And, and there is a measure of, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to do what Jesus is asking me to do. And, that relationship could actually end up being quite a distraction instead of what the Lord's really asking you yeah, to do. Good point. And it could dole you out for what the Lord's asking you to do. So, so there are some measures of like, Lord, what are you saying? And then getting wisdom around me and, and insight uh, of, of people that you trust that are connected to Jesus say, Hey, do you think, do you think I should keep going after this or should I just t- put on the brakes? Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and that might help people even as they're like dealing with a long lost family member or, um, somebody that they've, they've been just kind of like up and down with. Yeah, yeah. And so what is the Lord saying? And I think if you're obedient to that, you, you can't really lose. Right. It might be hard still, but, right? but it might, it, you always want to just continue to be obedient to Jesus in it. You know, the last thought picture that would be like, the the prodigal son, the father, uh-huh. he didn't chase after his son. He just waited for him yep. to come home. Yep, that's good. Jesus said to the rich young ruler, go sell all that you have. When he said, no, I can't do that, and walked away, Jesus felt sorry for him, but he didn't chase after that's him. That's true. That's very so true. There that's is good. That, that's very wise. There is that thing of not, he didn't give up. He just said, okay. Just like the father said, yeah. okay, son. That's good. And he came home, you that's know, good. and then embraced him when he came that's home. That's really good. So, well, that'll preach. That'll preach. Well, hey, you guys. Hey, we love you. We uh, love doing these podcasts, and I I love that they're intended to be quick and easy, accessible. Uh, Share them, if you would, with friends that you might 
uh, consider that they would enjoy and or uh, be blessed by these uh, podcasts. But as always, we're we're always here Sundays, of course, three services. But uh, if you want us to to tackle a big issue or a challenge or question you have, uh, reach out to us at info at lifechurchchico.org. And other than that, we love you and have a wonderful, awesome day. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.